Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of RN.FM Radio. We have a great show and another amazing guest with us tonight. You may have noticed that we don't have the usual intro, and we're going to be under construction around here, but don't worry, as we're going to be bringing you the same great content as before. Now, I, of course, want to give all of my great fellow nurses out there uh, a big shout-out. Happy Nurses Week to everyone. And... um. I forgot to mention this to my co-host, Keith, but I did a video post last Friday on Innovative RN. So you can hit me up on YouTube at Innovative RN. And um, I am giving away, for two lucky nurses out there, for Nurses Week, um, a Tervis Tumblr. Now, Tervis is not a sponsor of the show, not a sponsor of Innovative Nurse. Um, I'm actually doing this myself. But you can get a Tervis Tumblr if you... Uh, just make a comment on the channel, on the Facebook page, or on Innovative Nurse anywhere. But just kind of want to show a little love to my fellow nurses. So I'm Kevin Ross from Innovative Nurse, and my co-host here, Keith Carlson, is is with us tonight. Keith, how are things, man? I'm good, Kevin. Thanks, and welcome to everyone, and happy Nurses Week. And Kevin, um, I don't know what a Turbis Tumblr is, but I I think I want one. Well, yeah, you're gonna have to watch the video, Keith. But a Turbis Tumblr, oh. it's it's a uh, it's well, you don't have to watch the video. I can tell everybody what it is, but it's 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 a, okay. it's a smart cup. It's like made of BPA-free plastic. Um, it's an American-made product, and it keeps your hot uh, beverages hot and your cool beverages cool. And it comes with uh, you can personalize it. You're just gonna have to watch a video, but you can go to tervis.com, T-E-R-V-I-S.com. And again, they're not a sponsor. It's just a product that I really, really love, and I've done a few of those giveaways. But on the video. I talk about um, giving away just a random YouTuber out there, a Tervis Tumblr, and then I'm also part of this mastermind group, and some of those folks have eligibility as well. But again, two random nurses out there can get a Tervis Tumblr. So, oh, so anyway. it's, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a sippy cup for nurses, then. Well, I, yeah, you can get a lid and a straw with it if you want. I mean, oh, yeah, okay. sure, okay, yeah. Well, I might so, I might sign up so. <laughs> Yeah, and you, and you can personalize it however you like. It won't have any. It's it's great swag, but it won't have any hospital logos on it or whatever. You can actually personalize the cup. You just have to check it out. Um, but anyway, you can see that it's my latest video post again on YouTube. Innovative RN, all one word on YouTube. So, all right, that's great. Anyway, so where are you tonight, Keith? Are we tweet chatting tonight? Yeah, we're tweet chatting. I'm at. Um tweetchat.com slash room slash rnfm radio and if that's too much for you or you can't get on tweet chat or you're on your phone or something you can just send a tweet to twitter and you can put pound rnfm radio and that will be put you on a tweet chat if you'd like to ask any questions of our wonderful guest Tamara, um you can also do that and we'll be introducing her in a second but kevin i wanted you to um we wanted to do a little shout-out to Anna Morrison, didn't we? We did. Um, Anna, the toilet seat is now up. You've exited, but we are you are missed. We miss you already. I miss you already. We do. We, 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 we do. We do. Um, but, yes, Anna, hopefully you are kicking back with a glass of wine or whatever your favorite beverage is and listening to the show, and we are going to do our very best to hold this together. So. Right, and and Anna, if it really falls apart, just just call in and um and rein us in, okay? So we'll be counting on you to 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 call the guest number if you if you really feel like you need to rescue us. And in case you've forgotten, the number is three four seven three zero eight 
888-646-8064. And if you're not Anna Morrison, you can also call in at any time during the show. So we welcome callers at any time. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, so um, what do we have on tap uh, as far as, yeah, let's just kind of, what, um, well, that's kind of you, Keith, if you want to sort of do a uh, guest on tap for next week or the next couple of weeks. Oh, sure. So, so next week for Mother's Day Monday, uh, we're also we're all going to be away. Kevin and I will be away taking care of our loved ones on the day after Mother's Day. So next week we're going to have a rerun of a really wonderful interview with my friend Laurel Lewis, who lives out in Los Angeles, and she works for Hospice Partners out in L.A., and she's the hostess of Death and Dying Dinner Parties. And the conversation with her on that interview is really fascinating about these dinner parties she puts together out in, in the L.A. area. So please tune in for Laura Lewis. That'll be an archive show. And on Monday, May 21st, two weeks from today, we'll have Michael Ortiz Hill He's a new friend of mine. He lives in California, but he's currently in Santa Fe. And I'll be interviewing him right at my kitchen table with Kevin out there in Boulder taking part in the interview. And Michael is a nurse, a initiated medicine man, and the author of Cultivating Compassion at the Bedside of the Ill, which is a wonderful book. And we'll be talking with him about his journey as a nurse, a medicine man, and as an author of a number of fascinating books on May 28th, Memorial Day Monday, we'll have a rerun show for you of one of our most popular shows. And um, this just in today, hot off the press, on Monday, June 4th, we'll have Teresa Brown, the very well-known nurse author, Teresa Brown, the author of the wonderful book, Critical Care, which is one of my top nursing books of all time. So we'll have Teresa on on June 4th, so we're very excited about that. So that gives you the overview for the next four weeks. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am excited. And I'm also excited today. Uh, my wife might not be as much, but I am. It is my favorite day to celebrate my wife. It is her birthday. So, Katie, I love you. Happy birthday. I hope it was a great day. We actually had a great weekend, um, all of us. We had a bunch of friends, and it was a wonderful weekend. And, and we both played hooky today from work and spent time together. And I just I thoroughly enjoyed the time that I spent with her. So. Oh, well, happy birthday, Katie. All right. Happy Thanks, birthday. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That's right. Well, so anyway, our guest, our very special guest tonight, Tamara Walker, a.k.a. Mom RN. So Tamara Walker has been online since 2001 as her alter ego, Mom RN providing practical information and advice for raising a happy, healthy family. Tamara is the founder of MomRN.com and host of the Ask MomRN show. She is a speaker, and television personality, registered nurse, and child and safety instructor. Tamara speaks to thousands of parents each week and interviews expert and celebrity guests on the Ask MomRN show here, right, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Which yeah, which broadcasts um, also archived online and as a podcast on iTunes. She is a frequent contributor for parenting and health websites and print publications. Tamara has been featured in two books on influential digital moms, Power Moms, by Maria T. Bailey, and the Digital Mom Handbook by Audrey McClelland and Colleen Padilla. 
and has two appearances on the Rachel Ray Show. Amazing, Tamara. Tamara lives in the Oklahoma City metro area with her husband and two children and enjoys meeting and connecting with interesting people online and in person. You can connect with her at momrn.com and on social media. Tamara, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Well, exactly, exactly. And I think, uh, you know, um, uh, unfortunately, I had missed your show today, and you said uh, that you had had to cancel it. So at least we were able to give you the opportunity to be back here on Blog Talk Radio this evening. Yes, I can't stay away for very long. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, Well, uh, so let's see, Keith. Let me just make sure that we got you kind of pulled up here in chat so that we can kind of communicate and uh, okay. just kind of just kind of roll with things here and and how we're going to start it off. Um, okay. Okay. So, Tamara, I guess um, you know we'll just kind of talk about uh, we'll we'll just start about with some some of the talking points and um, basically how leaving bedside nursing to be a work at home mom led to creating Mom RN and also becoming a talk show host. And that's a very long story, so I'll try not to bore you too much with all well, the details. But hold on a second. Let me grab my glass of wine. Let me get comfy okay. here and let's listen get to Get comfortable. Story. Kick up your feet. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it started when my oldest child was born, and I wanted to stay home with her. And she's 20 years old now, so it's been um, quite a while back. Um, I was working in pediatrics as an RN and had been at my job for a very short time. I just um, right out of college started my nursing career and then found out that I was pregnant with our first child. And it took about a year and a half before I was able to actually leave bedside nursing and stay home with my child and be a full-time at-home mom. And at the same time, I started a daycare in our home so that I could still make an income but be home and raise our child. And through the course of that, we had another child a couple of years later. And I had a lot of people calling me, family and friends mainly, and clients, my daycare parents, were calling me to ask questions about their health and their children's health and then parenting questions, childhood behavior behavior and developmental questions. And then it started gradually over time becoming um, even more widespread. More people were calling me, and it got to the point where people were calling and saying, you don't know me, we haven't met, but I'm a friend of so-and-so who told me you would be the person to call about this um, because I have a problem with my child or I have a problem with my health. So I became kind of the go-to nurse and the go-to mom, and my husband recognized this. And we were, you know, I was getting calls and getting emails a lot. He recognized this, and the and he suggested to me that we start a website so that I could have an outlet to help more people. And this was in the late '90s, so websites were still fairly fairly new it wasn't um i you know i i'd done email and i'd surf the web but starting my own website was just a completely foreign concept to me and i thought there's no way on earth 
you know, I don't have a clue how to start a website, and who's going to listen to me anyway? So it took him about two to three years to actually talk me into it. Periodically, he would bring it up, and I would, you know, kind of poo-poo it away. Just, uh, you know, oh, I, I don't think I can do that. I wouldn't know what to do or how to how to run a website. I don't, you know, I didn't see myself as being a, an entrepreneur. I just saw myself as being a mom who had put her nursing career on hold to stay home with her kids. And my plan was when my kids went to school, then I would go back to nursing and be back at the bedside. So. You know, I had this all mapped out, and hmm. starting a website wasn't in that plan. Mm-hmm. But he was very persistent about it and eventually convinced me to give it a try. And, um, you know, he had a lot of good points about we could help more people. It could be an outlet for me. Um, and, and it really, truly started out more as a ministry for me to be able to help people, and I really didn't look at it as starting a business as much as I did as just wanting to be a resource for people and give them information, give them advice, give them support and encouragement. Because Mm. especially for parents, being a parent is the hardest job on the planet, and we need support and encouragement, and then people also need expert advice when it comes to certain issues, whether it's your health or whether it's your child's behavior or a discipline problem or, you know, a developmental stage they're going through. So I wanted to be able to offer that, and we created MomRN and started our website in early 2001. We launched and it really just kind of grew from there, and it's gone through changes over the years. We we started out uh, with, I wrote articles and answered questions that people would email to me or call me with. And we were also at that time selling health supplements and herbal herbal type supplements before you could walk into any local Walgreens and get them. Before they were available widespread, uh, we were you know, selling supplements through a company and and. That kind of fizzled out over the years. It um, didn't quite work out. And then I did child safety products for a while that I sold on my website. And that was something I'm very passionate about is child safety. And I teach child abduction prevention classes, child sexual abuse prevention classes, and Hmm. really became very passionate about. And I, I actually had child ID and safety products on my website that I was selling for a while. But... You know, you try things, and sometimes things don't quite work out. And so it became clear to me after a while that I wasn't meant to sell stuff. I'm not a salesman. I just, um, I I needed to get back to focusing on being a resource and being um, an advice giver and, and a help for people. And so I kind of put the trying to sell anything aside, that part of it, for a while. And... Through the course of having the website and teaching classes, I have had interviews on local television news programs and and local programs um, on the radio, and eventually was given the opportunity when I reached out to a radio producer here locally, I'm in Oklahoma City, in the Oklahoma City area, I heard a, a daytime, lunchtime 
talk show producer talking about how she wanted to offer more parenting resources for their listeners. So I contacted her and just offered to be a behind-the-scenes resource for her, told her about my website, you know, offered to help her out behind the scenes, thinking, well, they might have me as a guest on one time. And instead, she ended up turning around and giving me my own show. So that was completely unexpected, never in my plans. And through the course of that, I did that for two years on Oklahoma City Radio. And then Mm -hmm. the station changed hands, and they changed all their programming around. So um, that went away, and I was talked into by a dear friend of mine, Fly Lady, here on Blog Talk Radio. And if you're audience is familiar with her at all. If not, they can check her out at flylady.net. She is a home and lifestyle guru, and she and I became friends after I had interviewed her on my radio show, and she convinced me to bring my show onto Blog Talk Radio, to bring it on the Internet and reach a wider audience. Mm. So I did that four years ago. Um, I started on Blog Talk Radio in April of 2008, so it's been just over four years. Hmm. Congratulations. Wow, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's been quite a ride. Hmm. Now, from your story, Tamara, it sounds like that giving advice and being there for parents and really wanting parents to, you know, be the best that they could be and provide for their their children was a ministry for you at first, and it was really a service you wanted to provide. And then along the way, you started selling some products through this new website that your husband talked you into having. Um, mm-hmm. Once you once you moved into Blog Talk Radio and you were on the local radio, how did you? Was there a process of feeling like the the ministry was kind of morphing into a business, or was there there a way that you felt that you could align the two along the way on that path? Oh, absolutely. I think that any time that you start a business, there's it's a it's a journey, and you're going to go through changes and ups and downs, and some things are going to work, and some things are are not. And when I started, like you said, I it really to me, it was more just of a ministry. I wasn't looking at it as I'm starting a business. But absolutely, it changed over the years, and now it's definitely become a business, and I've been ed- educating myself on owning a small business, running a small business, and being an entrepreneur and trying to grow it from there. And it is growing and reaching mm. more people, and I've had more opportunities through it because I I think I kind of limited myself thinking, well, I'm not a a business person. I don't have a business background or any, um, you know, I don't have a business degree. I have a nursing degree. So that starting a business thing was kind of uh, um, intimidating to me, Mm -hmm. a challenge. But now I'm absolutely, it's a business and I'm excited to to be an entrepreneur. Mm, mm-hmm. And how do you leverage your nursing knowledge as a business person? You know, how do you use that nursing knowledge away from the bedside in this non-traditional way and bring it to bear in terms of your work as a business person? Well, I think there's several ways. Uh, one way is uh, using my nursing knowledge to 
help others, even though I'm not at the bedside, I'm not physically caring for someone, I'm still being a nurse in the respect of providing information, education, advice, support, and encouragement. And I can do that through the website. I can do that through the radio show and through talks that I give and interviews that I do. And then on the business side of it, I think nurses in our nature, we're very analytical. And we also have a heart to want to do our best, I think. You know, that... Mm -hmm. I think it's just in our nature to really give of ourselves. And so that comes, um, I, I think that's a benefit in business because we throw ourselves into it and want to do our best. We want to do a good job and we want to, and we want to be successful at it. Hmm. Exactly. And, you know, Tamara, it was interesting, kind of backing up a little bit, um, you talked about, I, I think basically what you were um trying to convey was that uh, your business is has evolved. It's continuing to evolve. And I think that's one thing as either nurse entrepreneurs or whether you're an entrepreneur and you're, and you're not even a nurse or a healthcare provider. But ultimately, we have to expect that um, it's going to go through evolution. I mean, it, it is going yeah. to evolve. And um, we just have to be able to be as agile as we can to evolve with it. And uh, just be flexible and understand that there are going to be a few hiccups, a few hurdles. Um, and, and ultimately, nurses, again, we talk about this often on the show, that you know we don't receive any formal education when it comes to business. I mean, it's not, right. I mean, it's not a class that we take. Um, but I think we are well-positioned because of our assessment and triage skills that we can be entrepreneurs. We can run a business. Um, and I think that as long as we are able to accept um, that evolutionary process, that, again, there are going to be bumps and we will get discouraged, but just kind of get back in there and uh, learn from it and make it better. So, And I think that ability to be flexible and adaptable is key because as nurses, when we are bedside uh -huh. nursing, we're having things thrown at us all the time. You know, it's mm -hmm. never the same in any single day, even minute to minute, you've got different things occurring all the time. You have different patients. They have different needs. And it's never the same day in and out, you know, type of job. Right, you've got, right. You've got to be flexible. You've got to be adaptable. And that holds true in business. You have to be able to have that flexibility to, to know, okay, this worked but now maybe it's not working. Maybe I need to change this, or maybe I need to try something new. Maybe I need to stop doing something. And we have to be able to adapt in order to succeed. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we just stick our minds on, okay, this is how it's going to be. This is what I'm going to do. And we never vary from that. Then it's going to be much more difficult to be successful because we grow, we change all the time. And as we get older, we change the world changes around us, and we have to be able to keep up. Right. You know, several years ago, when I started my website back 11 years ago, we didn't have social media the way that we do today. There exactly. was no Facebook. There was no MySpace. There was no Twitter. There was you know, none of the technology that we have today 
that makes it so much easier for me to do my job versus back then. And so if I were still stuck in the mindset of back then and not ever changing, then I would have gone out of business years ago. Right, We have right. to be flexible. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. anyone out there who has any questions or comments about that, certainly feel free to call in 347-308-8064 or hit us up again on Twitter, um, uh, hashtag RNFMRadio with any questions or, of course, in the blog talk chat. But, um, you know, Tamara, you're right. You know, nursing, it's not a vanilla profession. And all due respect to anybody out there, I mean, no matter what you do, but the area of medicine, I mean, there's so much, uh, there's so many subspecialties. And nurses, I mean, we we do. We are, we are a flexible species. We're a flexible profession. I mean, we bounce from one subspecialty area to the next oftentimes until we find what works. And I think, again, we can implement that into our businesses to say, okay, well, you know, this doesn't seem to be working so well. So maybe I need to kind of trick it out or change it up or kind of pull back and and just analyze. But again, assess it just like you would your patient and just kind of try to figure out what is going to work for you. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know certainly from, from my experience, um, my businesses have evolved over the last, or over the last five years for sure. And I I was just going to assess it because we need to, to do those assessments periodically and even, in a sense, make a, a patient care plan for our business. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to put it in that terms, you could look at your business as a patient. How am I going to help this patient succeed? How am I going to help them grow and thrive? What am I going to do to, you know, what do I need to change? What do I need to um, work at and learn? So I I think it's very important that we do those assessments periodically. That's true. And and as much as we roll our eyes when we hear the words care plan, it's come up on the show before. And we've (laughs) we've talked about nursing diagnoses and we've talked about ADPI and, you know, evaluation, implementation, all of those steps of the nursing process. And they actually make a lot of sense. And you were talking about technology and the ways that, you know, you've adapted to new technologies and adopted new technologies as they've come into the forefront, like social media. And that's what we learn in nursing school and out in the world as nurses. We learn to adapt to changes in technology and the way it affects the ways, the way it affects how we work with our patients and interact with our, with the care that we provide. And it's the same in business. We need to adapt to the new technologies and see which ones work you know, which ones benefit the patient, i.e. the the business in this mm-hmm. context, and which ones don't. And it sounds like you've just rolled with the with the changes and and gotten yourself into, you know, the social media world and blog talk radio and and you're using and leveraging those technologies to your benefit and that's great. Um social media I think is a fabulous way to connect with people and interact and learn from them and to help your business grow. You know, several years ago, I would have had to take out ads to advertise my website or to advertise my show. And now I can do all that for free and reach millions of people around the world through social media, which is amazing to me that, you know, yes, it is a time commitment, but I cringe when I hear business people say, well, I don't see a need to be on social media. 
especially entrepreneurs, you need to be on social media because it is a free form of advertising and it's also a, a way for you to interact with your clients and your customer base to learn what do they want from you and have that interactive mm-hmm. relationship instead of a one-way advertisement. Right. And mm-hmm. you can learn and grow and adapt and change to what your clients or your customers want from you. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, because it was interesting. When I first uh, – I've been an entrepreneur for years, um, even before um, you know, being a nurse. And I remember when I first started my medical consulting and patient advocacy company about five years ago – and one of the pieces that I thought, you know, okay, here's how I'm going to advertise. I'm just going to come up. I'm going to. I did this like really elaborate like um, layout uh, of like print media. And the interesting thing was is that after all that work that I had done, and then after um, you know all of the just sort of the footwork you do to try to get that print media out there, whether it's brochures or just in newsletters and, and whatever. Um, I really didn't get anything from it. The interesting Mm -hmm. thing was what I got, how I generated my business was just me getting out there, not necessarily handing people, you know, this print, you know, all this stuff on paper. um, But it was the people that I met and actually had a conversation with. And uh, whether it was at a party, some, you know, I've got small kids myself. And so it was a birthday party or some occasion or gathering. And you just kind of tell people your story. And that's where it was. It was the story that people got interested in. And that's what was selling was the story. Mm -hmm. And so social media allows you to get your story and extend your reach um, to tell that to people. And, you know, you're right to hear that. From another nurse or even another entrepreneur, I don't care where where you are in your business, you need to embrace it and get your story out there. Connect, build your community. It's a great way to do it um, via Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, you know, all of those platforms. I wholeheartedly so. agree, and I think the more that you allow people to get to know you, the more they're going to trust you and want to do business with you. Mm-hmm. People want to do business with people they trust. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, Tamara, um, listeners might be interested to know. You know, you have a website. You have a. You have the radio show. That they may be interested in, in hearing. How are the different ways that you actually generate income through your various businesses? I think it would be it would be um, informative to know the different streams that you've created for yourself because for nurse entrepreneurs or any new entrepreneurs it's always a question of well how do I how do I bring income in how do I generate streams of income because one may falter and one may become stronger at different times of year so how do you go about that um, multiple streams of income are important and that's something that I've learned over the years is that I need to have more than one way to bring in money. And so some of the ways that I go about that is through my website. I have a few ads on there. I don't sell a lot of advertising on my website, but I have um, done some ads on my website. I do blogging campaigns where companies will pay me to promote their product or to review their product or to talk about it on my website Um, or if there's a cause that they want to promote. So sometimes I get paid for those. 
And then I have uh, brands that I've worked with as a brand ambassador, and I've promoted them mm-hmm. not only on my website and show, but also on social media and worked with them. I've done social media consulting to help mm-hmm. um, some entrepreneurs that are starting their businesses and even a few companies that um, were new to social media and wanted to learn how do we leverage Facebook, how do we leverage Twitter, how do we use it, how do we engage with our audience. I'm also a community manager, uh, social media community manager for a company um, on Facebook. And And then I do public speaking and I teach child safety classes, abduction prevention, and child sexual abuse prevention classes. And I'm also a licensed CPR instructor through the American Heart Association. So I have several things kind of going at once right. to you wow. know, uh, try to have those multiple streams of revenue that uh, so I don't have to rely on just one thing. If I le- if I relied only on my website, then you know that's not enough. So, like you said, any entrepreneur needs to have multiple ways that they can bring in an income. Right. Well, actually, Tamara, I have to say you are probably – well, you are, I think. I mean, at least from what you're telling us, probably just as diversified as I might be in what I do. Um, Now, I own – it's not just one company, and I I don't know how your sort of your umbrella is when it comes to your corporate structure, um, but I own multiple businesses. But that's that's essentially how I am able to – um, fund certain projects is because my main company provides patient advocacy services. Uh, I'm, a, I'm actually a child care health consultant, um, so I, I oh, work uh-huh. with schools and daycares. Um, I do health con- and wellness coaching, corporate wellness, and so that kind of keeps me in the, you know, it's not you say clinical, but at least the nursing spectrum there. I mean, I get to sort of use my skills, everything that I've uh, been educated and trained to do. And then I'm also involved, you know, I started Innovative Nurse, and so I'm heavy into social media, but I'm also a business consultant, branding consultant, marketing and advertising um, for other businesses, whether you're Mm -hmm. uh, a healthcare provider or not. And so I think for me personally, and I don't know for you, but uh, I mean, it sounds like it, but that's the beauty about nursing is that you can be so diversified, I think, uh, with this profession you can even carry that into your own business where you can diversify a little bit. And like I said, I, I, I feel very strong in my patient advocacy services and, and that business, but I also love social media and technology and business itself. And I, I, I'm, I'm actually capitalizing on all of that at the same time, which is wonderful. Um, it can be a little bit much. I don't know how you feel. I mean, is that do you feel like being pulled in various directions can be stressful because you kind of have to wear sort of like the, you know, the nursing hat here, but then over here, maybe not so much. It's mostly just kind of technology and social media. I mean, how do you feel about that? Oh, absolutely. I think that it, it can be stressful. It can be overwhelming at times even. So sometimes I have to take a step back and take a breather and, you know, maybe let something stagnate for a little bit or just, you know, maybe not pay as much attention to it for a little bit while I'm working on something else. And I think that's, you know, just a part of trying to find that balance, which I think is ever elusive. It's it's hard to find true balance in 
in work and life all the time that you can find some times to relax and refresh and step back from it and then get back in the game. Yes, yeah, sometimes it, it does feel like I'm a little scattered and I have to pull it together and, and figure out what do I need to concentrate on next. Mm-hmm. Now, Tamara, I have a question because um, you were yeah. talking about having so many things on your plate and having to take a step back and you know, really having to take care of yourself amidst all these things that you're doing. And it sounds like you have a very full life um, with children and a husband and several businesses. So how has being an entrepreneur impacted your family life? How does how does it how does the how do the dynamics work for you? I think it's it's had a lot of positive impacts on my family and and occasionally the negative impact when I'm feeling really stressed out or very very busy, um, especially if I'm having to do some work in the evening or on the weekend, which I try not to do very much, but. Uh, any entrepreneur will tell you that sometimes you have to do that. You're you're the boss and you're the the one doing all the work. You've got to you've got to do it. But mm-hmm. a lot of um, flexibility comes with having your own business. And so being able to be there for my children, knowing that I can be available to them, is priceless. And it's mm-hmm. very rare mm-hmm. that I can't be available for. For them, so I love that part of it, and I also love that I've been able to show my children that you can be an entrepreneur. You can have ways of impacting the world in multiple different ways, whether it's going to work for someone else or whether it's starting a business yourself, and that there's so many possibilities out there. So it really has taught them, you know, don't limit yourself. Dream big. Think Mm -hmm. big. And Mm -hmm. if you find something you're passionate about doing, go for it. Right. And I think it's also taught them that sometimes failure is not, you know, it's not this devastating thing that a lot of people tend to think, oh, you know, what if I try that and I fail? Well, failure is a part of life, and failure is a part of your road to success. Mm-hmm. You're going to have failures along the way. That's just life, and you can learn from them and go on to use those in a way that helps you become successful. Right, right. Now, what what have been some of your your failures that you feel like you really learned from during this course of your your career? Um, definitely when I was selling products that weren't mine. That you know, I was. Selling, like I said, the health supplements were through a um, multi-level marketing type of of company as an independent distributor. And the same thing with the child safety product. And I learned that I'm, in a way, I'm a salesperson because I'm promoting my show and I'm promoting what I do and I have to sell that and sell my services. But to sell products that aren't necessarily something that I've created personally that I'm super passionate about. I learned through those, um, and I, I really truly did feel when those, you know, went kaput and I just, you know, I wasn't making money at them, it wasn't going anywhere, it did feel like a big failure. But I learned from that. I learned that that was not what I was supposed to be focusing on at that time. 
and it spurred me on to learning more about running a business and learning more about how I could grow my business in other ways and offer different services instead of, you know, our first thoughts about, well, how are we going to make money for this website so we can pay to actually have it? Because back 11 years ago when we started our website, we were spending quite a bit of money each month. We, we invested quite a bit of money to create the website, and then we were paying a lot of money to host it because it was much more expensive in those days. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't do I know it. I used yeah. to be a, um, a web developer. It was amazing ah, what we used to pay know. for hosting. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. And, and uh, not that only was that, I was paying for a merchant account, and that was expensive, too, so that I could be able to take credit cards for the products I was selling. Oh, gosh, So yeah. I had all this money I was spending each month, and that money was not coming back in. So we eventually had to reevaluate and say, okay, how do we... What do we need to change here? This is not working. We're just, you know, getting further into debt with this, and it's not paying off monetarily. It was paying, you know, definitely paid off in other ways. But I took those failures and have learned from them and learned, okay, this is what we need to do, do differently. This is what I need to learn. I, I sought out everything I could get my hands on to read, everything I could find to, you know, Learn from other people. How do I make this a successful endeavor? And, right. you know, you, you have to take a look at those failures as learning lessons and teachable moments and take advantage of that. You know, when, when you've failed at something, you want to know why. Why didn't that work? And what can I do differently? So you're more apt to be open to learning. Well, exactly. So then... So then you're learning. Um, what is it that you are – where would you say that uh, you would go to generate some of those new ideas? You know, say if you've got some failures um, and you kind of needed to evolve, you know, then where did you go? Where were those resources? And, I mean, even as successful as you are now and, of course, continue to be, I hope, and grow, um, how do you generate new ideas? Where do you go for that inspiration? I think you definitely have to surround yourself with people smarter than you. And, uh, you know, I, I try to seek out people I can learn from, people who have had a successful business, and and ask them, you know, how did you go about this? What did you do? What are you doing? Reading, you know, there's so many great business books out there. There's so many great leadership books. And I think leadership is extremely important, important for us to focus on and learn as an entrepreneur because leadership skills help you to get your clients and your customer base to want to come along with you, to want to use your services, because they see you as a leader and an expert. So I'd seek out mm -hmm. leaders and successful entrepreneurs, successful business people who have already kind of paved that way. Mm -hmm. And, and networking, camera, um, networking events and right. meeting people in person so that I could learn from them has right. been critical. In terms of networking, Tamara, do you network mostly online? Do you do a lot of face-to-face -face networking? Uh, what do you find most effective? I do a lot of online networking, but then I also try to do quite a bit of in-person networking when I can. There's 
a lot of networking opportunities in most big cities and even, you know, small towns. And where I'm from, I'm in the Oklahoma City metro area, so we have lots of opportunities to join networking groups and get to know people in person, and that's helped a lot because I've met some people who have given me new ideas and given me, you know, some helpful criticism and some helpful um inspiration you know they they've sometimes you know somebody will say well you could be doing this and it'll be something i've never thought of doing before and when you're so close to you know when when you've got a business and you're so in the middle of it you can't really look at it objectively so it helps to get to know people who can look at your business for the first time and look at it objectively and um point out things that maybe you haven't thought of before. Right. Exactly. And try to get out and network in person. I go to blogging conferences. Uh, Oh, which ones, um, which, which conferences do you frequent or have you participated in? I've gone to several. I um, have gone to the blog her conference for Mm -hmm. the past, two years, but uh, this year will be my third time to go later this year. And that is geared, it's Blog Her, which is a a website for women bloggers, but there's a lot of men that attend the conference too. And there's a a wide diversity of bloggers that attend it in all different niches. And so there's, you know, lots of topics and people Mm -hmm. who have passions about different things. And so I love to go to that one. Um, I've been to Blog World, and the one back in November was in L.A., and I was actually a speaker at Blog World um, talking about my show and how how do you start a podcast for people that have never done a podcast and want to start doing, you know, moving their blog into the podcast realm. Mm-hmm. I've gone to um, several different others. It just it varies from year to year. Okay, okay. Well, it's almost like, uh, you know, CEUs in a sense. You know, as as nurses, we kind of travel around and uh, we, even though we don't know we're doing it, I mean, we are networking, but we're getting educated in a, you yeah. know, our sub, sub, you know, subspecialty area for the most part. But, uh, you know, I, I think that um, I've yet to, but will, uh, attend uh, some of these um yeah, uh, I, I think blog, now. When is Blog World? Is that isn't that in June? Did you? There will be another Blog World in June. Yes, and that okay. one's going to be in New York. They've started. It used to be a once a year conference, and now they've uh-huh. started doing twice a year. Um, there they had Blog World LA in November, which was the one that I attended and spoke at, and then they're doing Blog World in New York in June. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's, well, I think, that's the biggest blogging conference in the world. And I think right. it's a great place for Well, did you did you meet many other healthcare providers there? Nurses? I met some, not a lot. Uh-huh. Um Okay. It just really, you know, there there it's such a huge huge diversity. There was, you know, 4,000 mm-hmm. people there. So um had an opportunity to meet a few though. That's okay. Cool. Well, I just think that's an interesting piece for us as fellow nurses. The more of us we can get there, um, I think as a whole we can kind of 
educate the masses about our presence. And, yes. um, you know, for me, I write about a variety of topics, whether it's health and wellness, on my um, my main company site. And then Innovative Nurse is more about entrepreneurship, technology, work-life balance. Some of it's kind of like sort of I have the podium over there where we kind of talk about, you know, some hot topics and things like that. But, you know, I think essentially we're we're still forging here. I mean, we're blazing trails paving the way, and um, I'd love to see more nurses out there at these conferences, uh, and even like places like VidCon for YouTube, um, or, you know, whatever video mm-hmm. platform that you use. I would love to see more of that, so... Um, yeah, I would love to attend that one. Yes, I and would. You know, I don't, I don't another, know yeah, another really good conference is Health 2.0. Um, I've always wanted to attend one of those, and, and one of these years I'll make it. Have, have either of you been to a Health 2.0? Mm-hmm. No, no, I haven't. Okay. That Where is that hosted? Let's see. It's at um, Health 2, Health, the number 2, C-O-N.com, Health2Con.com. And there's one coming up in Europe, November 6th and 7th of 2012, if we all want to go to Europe. Um, <laughs> there's one coming up. Um, it's going to be in Berlin, and there's one coming up in San Francisco, October 7th wow. to 10th, 2012. So um, I think it's something worth looking into as well. So, Kevin, one one of these days maybe we'll grab Anna Morrison, and the three of us will be featured speakers at one of these conferences. Exactly. Anna, that would be amazing. Anna, I know. That's right. Anything, That's right. Anything you guys should get, go for that. Can, Oh, yeah, yeah, because I've I've told the story several times of how Kevin and Anna and I met, and it was basically we all met on Twitter, I believe, and yeah. within you know a couple of weeks of meeting on Twitter, we uh, formed an LLC together, started a radio show, launched a website and a Facebook page, and none of us have met face to face yet. So it's an interesting story of how you know businesses and how people come together these days without even um, knowing each other, so to speak. <laughs> right. But I have right. to say, I, I know and trust Kevin very much, and Anna as well. So, um, But it's an interesting uh, manifestation of business in the 21st century. Exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah, we are. We have blazed so many trails. Please, people, start following behind or get up here with us. We're happy to collaborate <laughs> um, because... Not only are we really unboxing nursing as it is viewed not only uh, in the public eye but among our fellow healthcare professionals out there, um, but you know this is business is evolving. It is, and I work on projects with people who I never have the opportunity to shake their hand. Uh, we work across the country. And mm-hmm. we work on these really large projects. And that's just, you know, business, that's kind of how it's going. And so we are essentially, we're on that bandwagon there, you know, blazing that trail with uh, how businesses are evolving. And then, of course, again, with nursing, how we can become entrepreneurs and hang our own shingle. Um, so please join in. Mm-hmm. And there's we, more we opportunities than ever before for that with the technology, the way that it's evolved and social media. And I'm excited to see what's coming down the line in the next few years because it just keeps growing and evolving and, and getting better. And so right. I, 
wholeheartedly agree that we've got to put ourselves out there and and collaborate with others and it's and it's wonderful to be able to do that online and yes. have that available to us because I I heard about you guys through Twitter and mm-hmm. you know listened to your first few shows and thought this is fabulous this is exciting and it's and most of my guests um in the beginning when I started my show came from social media. I'd seek them out and find them and ask them um, you know, if they'd be a guest on my show. And it's just incredible that we have the ability to interact with people more than ever before from exactly. all around the world. Exactly. Right. Well, yeah. and it's and it's, it's good it's, to hear... No, I was going to say, it's just good to hear you say that about collaboration because we're always promoting that you know we are i am i'm i live it breathe it i love it to collaborate mm-hmm. and tamara um what are you working on right now what are some do you have any new projects that are coming through the pipeline that you're open to talking about right now anything kind of in the fulminant stage uh, my focus right now is i really want to get my speaking business built up more i've I love to go out and do speaking engagements, and I've kind of put that um, on the back burner for quite a while while my kids were in school, and now that my oldest is 20 and my youngest is going to be a senior in high school next year, um, I want to start growing that so that when my youngest graduates high school and goes off to college, then I'll hopefully have built up enough um, clientele to be able to go and travel and speak more. Mm. Brilliant. Very cool. And then I also want to do more video-based for my show. I love to do... uh, I love to be able to interview experts on my radio show, but I would love to do more videos and grow that part of it, too. um, You know, take it more video-based... Mm-hmm. than just radio. So I haven't decided right. if I want to do that as a separate thing or if I want to replace the radio show eventually with video or how I want to go about that. That's still kind of in the works, right. trying to mm-hmm. figure that part of it out. Well, and I know that you know here we are, uh, our platform at this very moment is Blog Talk Radio, and of course yours as well. Um, yeah. But uh, and we were talking off the air about uh, doing some video, and I think that there are some pretty compelling alternatives out there or options for us um, if we do kind of want to add a video component. Of course, Keith's always telling me he likes to kind of do the show in his pajamas, whether he's in his pajamas or not. But you know, whether he gets his hair done that day or whatever it is, you know, or his facial, so he looks good on video. Um, That's right. I have no problem. Uh, being on video, I don't think Keith does either, but um, I love the video component because I really feel like it gives that viewer, uh, your community, just another way to be accessible and yeah. see your mannerisms. Um, I know that my community has grown since I started diving in heavily into YouTube, um, and I think that there are some... And you know, Tamara, I know we had talked about off the air. I'm I'm definitely researching, and I'll let you know what I find out. But there are, I think, some options out there that we can 
sort of hold a show or an interview with someone via video still have a call-in number or a way to bring in our viewers or our community? Because I think that's the important piece as well. I mean, we could podcast podcast this or, you know, record it and just podcast it out, and that's fine and everything, but I love having the opportunity to have someone uh, throw in a, you know, a question via telephone or chat. Um mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, there are a lot of players that are coming into the space now and giving some of the bigger players a run for their money, like Ustream and uh, Livestream are some of the big ones. Yeah. But uh, there's another company, there's another one called Vocal, V-O-K-L-E. Um, and I'm kind of streaming from that right now. I I just, for because we're we're sort of a woman down here, because Anna, Anna, thanks a lot for... You know, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I love you, Anna. I love you. I love Have another you. glass of wine, Anna. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kidding. But um, juggling hosting the show with you here on Blog Talk, and then I'm trying to do this vo- the video keys on tweet chat. I got the other chat open. It's a lot to juggle, um, and to have all of that in one would be wonderful. And Vocal, I think, could offer that. There's another one called Spreecast, but I think that um, they still kind of need to get that sort of built up where um, they can, you can have quite a few view- viewers because I think the bandwidth or something with the um, buffering and stuff kind of uh, disintegrates like the quality of the video somewhat. Um, but again, I think there are some some players out there that are really coming to the space uh, for us out here who do want a podcast. Um, right, and, 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 and for now I'm going to stay in my pajamas, Kevin. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine, Keith. You can yeah. do that. Well, here's the thing, man. I mean, even if we do the video, we can just do it from like the neck up if you'd like. So you can be oh, that's in, true. That's in true. your boxers if you okay. want. I don't care. Don't tell don't right. tell them you're in your boxers. I mean, unless that might get us some viewers or listeners, then feel free to do whatever you need to. So. Well, I don't think I want to go there. That, that look all dressed up from the, you know, yeah, torso up. but. Right. Exactly. You know, casual underneath, maybe wearing jeans or right. pajama pants or sweatpants, or who knows. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. dress down Monday, so yeah. Yes. Well, before before we devolve any further, um, um, <laughs> Tamara, Tamara, I wanted to ask you. I know you haven't worked at the bedside for a long time, and I'm wondering, do you miss bedside nursing at all? Is there anything about it that that do you have any hints of nostalgia for your regular nursing jobs of the past? I do. I like I said. I had always planned to go back. I had always that was always my um, plan was to be with my children uh, full time until they went to school all day, and then I'd go back to bedside nursing. And there are definitely things that I miss about it. I miss the interaction with with patients, and I, I was in pediatrics, and so not only was I interacting with the patients, but with their parents, and and there are um, times where I really miss that, but then there are other times where I'm really grateful to be out of the hospital and not working every other weekend and not working overtime and not working holidays. And, um, you know, so I, I really, um, I do miss patient care, but there's a lot of other aspects that I, you know, working for somebody else and, and, having to be on call all the time that I don't miss. Right, right. Do you, do you miss the monogrammed coffee mugs and pencils that you'd get on Nurses Week? Uh, yeah, I 
I rarely get told <laughs> Happy Nurses Week anymore. So Happy Nurses Week to all my fellow nurses out there. Um, That's right. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I when I was bedside nursing, um, you know, sometimes I would get special things during Nurses Day or Nurses Week, and now I don't don't anymore but that's okay that's a, a that's fine <laughs> i can still right, celebrate right. and i have to you know it would it would be I've fun to have a show and, right sorry yeah it would be fun to have a show and have people call in or tweet chat in and tell us what they got as a as a gift or you know the flotsam and jetsam of nurses week the money that is spent <laughs> on you know pencils and pens and stethoscope clips and those sorts of things Flowers and cookies and goodies, <laughs> goodie baskets yeah. from the doctors. Right, right. Yeah, well, this is Nurses Week, and we want to wish all our listeners happy Nurses Week. And um, we'd love to have you tweet chat us or tell us anything about what's going on for you with Nurses Week. Our call in number is 347 308 8064, and we're still at tweet chat at pound RNFM radio. So, Tamara, would you be willing to come back for another five minutes after we take a, a two minute break? Would you be Absolutely. willing to come back? Would love to. Okay. All right. Awesome. So, yeah, so we're going to take a two minute break just to go get a glass of water and um, do whatever we need to do, and then we'll be back in about two minutes with more of Tamara and Mom RN. So, come back to RNFM Radio in two minutes. And, Tamara, just hold the line. Okay, All right. thanks. Okay. Long and lean, 
they didn't get along for years, but now they got 15. Well, they're doing the best again, doing the best again. They could do more and they could do less, cause they're doing just the best they can. I think Keith and I are actually doing the best that we can without Anna here. I think we're holding That's it. Right. Are we doing okay? You guys are I doing a great doing job. Okay. Great. Thanks, Tamara. Great. Thanks for being the uh, the guinea pig guest without Anna here. Nice. We nice. appreciate it. You know, before the break, Tamara, um, as we just go ahead and just fall right back into this uh, interview, uh, you were kind of talking about um, you know the work schedule of a nurse typically. Um, with the holidays and every other weekend and night shifts and whatnot, um, wh- what's your tip? What does your day look like now these my days? Day, my day varies from day to day. There's some days where I work several hours on the show, the website, campaigns I'm working on with brands, um, preparing for speaking engagements or classes that I teach. Or I may be out teaching classes um, or speaking. And so it really just varies from day to day. And some days I work for many, many hours, and other days I don't work quite as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, kind it's... of the fun thing about being an entrepreneur is that I can take a day off here or there, or I can, you know, go be there for my kids if they have something going on and I can be there like today for a friend who needed me and you know I could drop what I was doing and and take care of that so yeah every day's different but that's kind of like nursing every day's different when you're mm-hmm. when you're working as a nurse as well exactly and and okay. I think that that I agree with that um cuz like today I got to play uh hooky with my wife today and we just kind of hung out and uh, went shopping for her birthday and had brunch and uh, it was nice. I mean, every day is not like that. Uh, certainly, right. there are days where God, I could put in twelve or fifteen hours. Not every day. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Keith. I'm healthy. I'm good. <laughs> oh, good. But, good. And good. Happy I'm glad to hear that. Katie? Katie, yes, Katie. Yes, happy birthday to her. Yes, happy birthday, Katie. Yeah. No, it was it was a lot of fun today. Um, but yeah, it's it is great to have that opportunity to you know either say, yeah, you know I've, I'm I'm feeling a little burned out, or uh, you know my friend needs me, or my family needs me. I mean, you know I uh, tend to be the one picking up my kids or hanging with my kids, or um, I'm pretty much the first on the emergency call list uh, if my kids are sick. I've got three young boys, and so you know, I have that flexibility to grab them in the middle of the day as long as, I mean, sometimes I have to leave a meeting because I actually do go to meetings. I do teach classes. I do meet with people. So it it's not a perfect world by any means. Um, but I don't need to ask a supervisor. <laughs> I can just, yeah. you know, say like, listen, right. uh, something's come up and unfortunately I'm going to have to reschedule with you. So right. um, that's yeah. a bonus. See, from my perspective, I'm I'm still getting there. I still work two part-time jobs as a nurse. I do home care, and I have my coaching practice, my writing practice, and the radio show. So I'm working towards that and enjoy that 
several days a week, but then have other days where I report for my shifts. So, and I know Anna was doing the same thing, um, working in the PACU. So we're all at different points in our evolution as entrepreneurs. And that's something I wanted to point out to anyone who's listening who mm-hmm. is just starting out or hasn't started out yet, that it's a process. You know, you, you, some people jump right in, feet first, quit their job and, you know, hope for the best. But others of us, start slowly, we kind of slowly build in the entrepreneurial options to our careers, and it might take several years to get there. Right, Kevin? Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, I I fell into it just not necessarily on accident, but I, I, I was somewhat forced into it. I guess it was good that I was forced into it, but it was just family circumstances, the way that I had to do it. Um, I couldn't even work a part-time job. I just had to figure out what I was going to do because I was juggling daycare and what to do with the kids and um, and it was difficult because at the time I only had two young uh, kiddos, and now I have, you know, we have three at this point. But um, it's a tough juggle, so you do have to do what's best uh, for your situation. And it's okay to work a part-time job to fund your efforts. Um, I was uh, I was actually talking to Joyce on on Twitter, uh, Joyce Harrell, um, and she was kind of talking about going back to work. And but but it sounds like she's got some opportunities. Uh, sort of unfolding for her and as as she grows her business. And so I there's no shame in it. It's okay. Oh, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's and something some with my us, business that I went through. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, please tell us, Tamara. Well, when I started my business, I was actually doing daycare in our home. And so I had a full-time job doing that, taking care of several children all day long, 10 hours a day. And then we, when we started the website, that was a very, very part-time thing for me because I was working a full-time job already and mm. a mom to two small children. And so I was exhausted and, mm. you know, trying to start a business in the, in the process of that and, and trying to learn something that I had no clue what I was doing. But I do think that that's a very important thing to point out is there's no shame in working for someone else while you're starting your own business or becoming an entrepreneur. Absolutely not. And and I did daycare for 12 years. And so through doing Mom RN, we launched the website in 2001. I, was, I continued to do daycare until 2005, I believe, or 2006. Mm-hmm. And so... I was working another job while I was creating this business. And then I've had other jobs that I've taken on through the course of the years to supplement our income as we were growing this business. Mm -hmm. And there has been times where I've considered going back to the hospital and, you know, especially if our finances, you know, needed more help. Um, you know, and I'd look into, okay, well, maybe I need to go back to bedside nursing and and just do my mom are in business part time. Um, I've been very blessed and fortunate that God has always worked it out for us that I haven't had to do that. But I've taken mm. supplemental jobs here and there. And so I even currently, I'm, I'm a social media community manager for a company, so I, I have accountability to a boss or supervisor, so to speak, for that job, um, I'm an, a CPR instructor for the American Heart Association, and I do that through a local company who offers training to 
doctor's offices and businesses all over the metro area, and so I have mm. a boss for that job. And that's both of those are part-time things, but they um, they're helping me financially as I'm continuing to grow my own business. And so right. I think that that's right. something that nobody should be ashamed of of keeping your nursing job or or doing another job while you're growing your own business. And I think that's right. a smart thing to do because until your business is able to sustain you financially as much as you need it to, then you need to have other options. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent point. Excellent point. So, Tamara, what are you looking forward to the rest of this year in 2012? Do you have any conferences coming up or any launches of new products, anything big that you'd like to share before we uh, before we wrap up? I do plan to attend the Blog Her conference, which will be in New York in August. I'm excited about that and looking forward to that. I've, I'm going to fewer conferences this year because I traveled a lot last year, and it kind of was too much. So I'm scaling back a little bit on the traveling this year, partly because my youngest is getting ready to go into his senior year in the fall, and I really want to be able to have as much time at home with him before he goes off to college in a year and a half. Mm. Mm. Um, so I'm not traveling as much this year, but I do have some a few speaking engagements that I'll be doing, and I have um, the Block Her conference I'll be going to, and then there's a few smaller. There's a business conference called Spark and Hustle that Tori Johnson, um, who is a contributor on Good Morning America, and she's also a best-selling author, and she owns a business called Women for Hire, and then she also has started these conferences called Spark and Hustle, and she goes all over the country. And I attended one of her conferences last year, and I'm going to try to go to the one this year and that's coming hmm. to Tulsa. And so I, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to just trying to learn and grow and find new ways to expand what I'm doing and I'm working with more brands. I'm, I'm working on more campaigns and with more brands than ever before, and that's been exciting. I'd love to Great. do more brand ambassadorships. I would love to do more public speaking, and mm-hmm. would love to do more videos with Mom RN as well. Okay. Well, hey, so, Tamara, I'm just going to throw my hat in the ring here. Anytime you want to collaborate on anything, you just let me know. So um, I'm always open for opportunities. Um, our guest last week, uh, yeah, Lori Mickey Radcliffe, a certified fitness nurse, um, she had reached out. Well, I'd reached out to her, and then she reached out to me about a potential webinar uh, that we're probably going to uh, – she's going to put together. She's going to offer me an opportunity to be a part of that, uh, I believe, sometime this summer. Um, but I'm always looking for opportunities, and I think that, you know, together, you, us, them, you know, everyone here listening now and will be listening out there, I mean, if we can pull resources together, I mean, we can really, I think, extend our reach um, as entrepreneurs and grow our businesses together um, and, you know, as a whole, just kind of get the message out there. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all for that, and yeah, I right. love being able to work with other people on projects and being able to to expand what we're all doing and help each other grow and help each other learn. 
right. and build mm-hmm. our businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's right. exciting when you can work with somebody and you see their success and what they're doing and, and being able to help be a part of that and then vice versa when they're helping you grow and, and help you, helping you to expand what you're doing. Exactly. That's that. right. It's all about collaboration. It's all about collaboration yes. and working together. So, yeah. So, well, Tamara, before we before we go, I wanted to ask you: Can you tell us how to reach you? Tell our listeners and tweet chatters how do they find you online? Can find me at the website momrn dot com. Just momrn m o m r n dot com. Um, very fortunate that since we launched our website eleven years ago, we actually have a a five letter URL. It's a dot com, which. Um, not easy to get these days. <laughs> That's and rare. you can reach me on Facebook, which um, I'm on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash show. And then I'm also on as my profile, which I welcome people to friend me there, facebook.com forward slash momrn. And on Twitter, I'm at momrn. And I'm on LinkedIn as just linkedin.com forward slash I-N forward slash Tamara Walker. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm on Pinterest and Google Plus, but I haven't done a lot with those yet. I'm still kind of learning and I've dabbled in those. Girl, I'm working on those myself. Oh, the the Pinterest thing, yeah, don't even get me started on that. So, (laughs) I mean, girl, yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, so I tried... Spend hours on that, <laughs> but can, I, right. I don't have hours to spend on it. <laughs> yeah, you can right. follow me if you want, but like, I don't really have any content or anything like that. Just I'm trying to, you know, Google Plus and YouTube and Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, and then it's like, oh my gosh, just another distraction. Pinterest, really, and then more and more. So, that's right. but, uh, on Google Plus, I'm on there as Tamara Walker, and then I'm also on there. I have a, a fan page or. A Google Plus page for Ask Walmart and Show. And people can find oh, the great. show on Blog Talk Radio. And if you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash fly lady, F L Y L A D Y, fly lady, I'm on the Fly Lady and Friends Network. So there's several of our shows which are on a network on Blog Talk Radio. And you can right. just. When you get to that page, scroll through and find Ask Momar and Show, and you'll find our archives. And I started on that network back, um, well, I was already on the network, but we all moved to that URL back January of last year. So my shows from April 2008 through January of 2011, about mid-January 2011, you can find those on Blog Talk Radio by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash momrn. And all of those archives are still available. Oh. Well, there's well, a lot going on there, Tamara. Uh, there really is. You're a busy lady, very multidimensional. Um, we really loved having you on the show this evening. Um, like I said, I've been listening to your show. Uh, well, we started on Blog Talk, and, and certainly you helped us out with a few little uh, tidbits, uh, little nuggets of info, and we'd be happy to uh, reciprocate. Well, I guess you know we had you on, on the show this evening and certainly would look forward to having you back on the show and, of course, collaborating in some way so that, again, we can just elevate uh, this profession. And uh, so anyway, well, it sounds like uh, you can definitely be found. And anybody yeah. who's following her on Pinterest, just like myself, 
uh, just watch out because we probably don't update our content as much, or maybe you do, but I don't. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I, I don't have very much on there yet. I've, I've yeah, just not had much. Is. I have a page, but it's not not much on there yet. <laughs> All right. And well, I think I'm on there well, we'll, as the Mom RN, I believe, because I think somebody had already taken Mom RN, which kind of surprised me. <laughs> oh, darn. I'll give him the yeah. We'll be in touch, Tamara. Yeah, well, thank you so thank much, you Tamara. So much. Yes. I thank you. Have a great thank night. Thank you for having me on. I look forward to talking with you guys again soon. Thank you. You, you right. bet, Take Tamara. Care. You have a great night. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye. Well, oh, Kevin, okay. that's another successful nurse entrepreneur who's been on RNFM Radio. I know. This is uh, it's kind of bittersweet. We made it. We it did is. it. And um, not for Tamara. I mean, we loved having Tamara on. It, uh, it was a great show. But again, we miss Anna. How many times can we say that? We're just going to keep saying. Oh, let's it. say it a she few more times. Back. We miss Anna. We miss Anna. Right. right. Yes, exactly. But I think we're we're doing okay, and we don't have to put the toilet seat down. So you know, we can we can keep that joke going for a while. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. We'll just keep the hard hats on around here because we are doing a little construction, and we do appreciate everybody being patient with us as we. Um, as we talk about evolution, uh, we just evolve here a little bit um, as, you know, Keith and Kevin doing this show for right now are right. not FM radio. But, uh, you know, I think. Great. Uh, hey, hey, Kevin, speaking of evolution, um, yeah. what's new over at Innovative Nurse? Anything new that we should know about? Well, let's see. What's new at Innovative Nurse? Um, yes. I guess I hadn't really talked about uh, what we what things have been happening over there. I have um, expanded a little bit. I'm getting more guest posts these days. I'm getting some uh, feedback about uh, you know how the site is evolving a little bit because before it was just kind of like a kind of set up as a blog, but really I kind of want to offer some valuable content and articles. And I think that um, you know I I am having some guests. Uh, post on there. I'm always open for other bloggers out there, um, you know, to to contribute to the site. I did play around with a forum because I do want to talk about, um, you know, I, I love talking about business. I love talking about technology, social media, all the things that we talk about on this show, and um, and ultimately, I, I do want to provide some valuable uh, content for you. And and I had the forum live, but I pulled it down, and I think I'm going to launch it again. Um, and just kind of create a dialogue between, you know, me and other nurses, mostly other nurses in the community to kind of talk about uh, just business and what they're doing. Because, again, we talk about how we start our businesses here on the show and uh, just sort of the ups and downs. And I think it's a great place for them to also um, – you know, be able to have a dialogue and bounce ideas off of each other. And it really, what it has done is it's evolved into coaching opportunities for me, which again is a place where I have all this great information in my head. At least I hope it's all great info. And I'm able to share it with you, find people out there. And it has brought me quite a few consulting opportunities when it comes to one-on-one consulting with, with other entrepreneurs and then other brands as well, other businesses. So um, just look for it to grow here in the next couple of months. We are continuing to evolve um, and always open for collaboration. So how about right. you, sir? What's going on um, over at Nurse Keith? Oh, at nursekeith.com? Well, mm-hmm. um, the phones have been ringing. There's been 
uh, new clients coming in. I've had a couple new clients this past couple weeks, and things are going really well. I'm finding working with nurses is exactly what I want to do. You know, I started this officially maybe four or five months ago, and coaching nurses is really where it's at with me. Um, I was working with one nurse who's over on the East Coast, and we're having a great collaborative discussion going on for the last seven or eight weeks. And she, I have to say, and this has very little to do with me, it's really her, she's just soaring right now. She has changed some aspects of her life that she is just thrilled about. And I'm thrilled for her. And just walking down that road with her, just, you know, side by side and kind of watching as she makes these leaps in her life personally and professionally is really gratifying for me and has really been fun. And she and I have been laughing a whole lot, too, when we do our coaching. So, And also here in Santa Fe, there's the Santa Fe Time Bank, and there's there are ways to work with people in town and, and barter, but not bartering directly. So I'm doing coaching face-to-face with people who are nurses and who are not nurses here in Santa Fe. And that's really fun, too. It's a way to give back to the community. And at Digital Doorway, on my blog, digitaldoorway.blogspot.com, I'm posting new blog posts at least once or twice a week. And I posted something about National Nurses Week on Thursday, and I'm going to do a little follow-up post tomorrow. Um, Great. I feel like Nurses Week... Nurses Week is really talked about, like we said earlier with Tamara, you know, it's monogram mugs and flowers and things like that. And I feel like there are deeper issues that could be addressed on Nurses Week. And I like to draw a little bit of attention to that. Great. So that's what's exciting for me right now. And and I'm also excited about continuing on with RNFM Radio with you and figuring out, you know, the directions that we're going to head with our radio show. Well, I think too that um, you and I have uh, continued. You know, our businesses are evolving, and at least our mentorship, uh, our coaching practices, so to speak, are evolving. And you know, I think we should definitely tell our listeners out there that you know Keith and I are very much work together. Um, Anna is still around, but but Keith and I are definitely uh, collaborating on coaching opportunities, and and certainly Keith has tremendous tremendous strength in, in certain areas that I probably lack in. And, um, you know, I think vice versa. I think we complement each other very well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, certainly I I give that, you know, opportunity to, for someone to kind of reach out to either, you know, Keith or myself about uh, potentially if you're looking to launch a business or if you're looking to just work your full potential, um, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to us. I mean, you can reach me at uh, Kevin at InnovativeNurse.com. I mean, I'm on the site there, and I'm trying very hard to create as much content as I can, but ultimately I do have to run a business outside of this. And again, my business has to remain successful. Otherwise, why in the world would you take advice from me if my other business isn't you know, a success? Um, right. But again, right. it's it's evolving and it's growing. And so, Keith, I mean, um, you know, where obviously they can find you at NurseKeith.com. Uh, as well right. for for your coaching. Sure, people can go to nursekeith.com. There's a contact form that they can fill out. They can also just simply email me at kc. That's Keith Carlson, kc at nursekeith.com. I'm also on Twitter as nursekeith, uh, and nursekeith coaching is on Facebook at facebook.com/nursekeithcoaching. So there's lots of ways to follow me. 
you can also just Google Nurse Keith and it comes up in a million different ways. So um, right. I'm out I'm out there so they can find me. And uh, do you mind if I go over what we're doing for the next few weeks on the show? No, let's head it out here because it looks like we're coming to the end. Yeah, so next week we're doing a rerun for Mother's Day Monday, and we're going to have Laurel Lewis, who's the founder of Death and Dying Dinner Parties in the L.A. area, and it's a great show, very inspiring. Laurel has amazing things to say about death and dying and working with um, the dying, and it's just a great show, and, and Laurel's a wonderful person. I'm a big fan of hers. The following week we're going to have Michael Ortiz-Hill, He's a nurse, medicine man, and the author of Cultivating Compassion at the Bedside of the Ill. He's from California, um, but he's here in Santa Fe right now, and he's going to be sitting here at my kitchen table for the show, so that'll be fun. And we'll have Kevin by video chat, and we'll be live with you here on RNFM Radio that night. On the 28th, that's Memorial Day Monday, we'll have another rerun show for you. We haven't chosen who that's going to be yet, but we'll have somebody on that night, one of our most popular shows. And then the big news of the day is that on June 4th, we'll have Teresa Brown, the very well-known and well-respected author of Critical Care, one of my favorite nursing books of all time, and she'll be on June 4th, 2012, right here on RNFM Radio. So that's the next four weeks, Kevin. That's great, man. I'll tell you what, you're just pushing. We just I feel like we just started May and now we're already into June. That's so, right. We are. I know. I know. Well, right. you know, everyone, we do want to reiterate here that, you know, we're wearing our construction hats, but we're going to pull everything together here and RNFM Radio will still exist and uh you know, we're doing the best we can as we always uh, you know, play that during our breaks and I think that uh, you know, we continue to be excited and passionate about the show because I think that we have extremely valuable content for all of you nurses out there, all of you healthcare providers. Um, and so I guess that being said, um, you know, tonight was our first night, at least officially without Anna. I mean, we did a show before without her, but um, we held it together. I really enjoyed this evening with Tamara and, of course, with you, Keith. And to all our listeners out there, thank you so much for listening in and uh checking us out and we'll be able to uh we'll be sure to keep updating rnfm or rnfmradio.com which is our uh site over there we'll, we'll be continuing to kind of add more content as we evolve ourselves so anyway um okay well you have a good uh, night kevin and um thanks so much yeah no thank you and uh yeah so we'll just call it a night folks and thanks so much for listening in and thank you again tamara thank you again keither and we will See you on the 21st live. All right. Good night. All right. Good night, everybody.